Welcome to the Sipsters Wine Podcast with Luke Whittall. Good morning, afternoon, and or evening, Sipsters. How is everyone doing today, or this evening, or whenever it is that you're listening to this? My name is Luke Woodall, and uh, this is the Sipsters Wine Podcast, episode number four. Um, this week is a little something different. I thought I would just come in and talk a little bit about what made Sipsters and how it got started. What's the philosophy or of those of the wine experiences that I'm talking about? What is the guiding light behind all of that stuff? Uh, I will talk about the philosophy in a future episode, particularly because it is part of some, a really big announcement uh, that is, uh, I'm going to have at the end of the show. So just uh, have a listen for that. Uh, it's something that's pretty exciting, going to happen in the future. So stay tuned for that. Sipsters, if you haven't got a copy of it yet, um, you can buy it at any, uh, some of the wineries that are featured in there have been selling it, but it's also available at small uh, small book uh, shops, small book retailers. Uh, I usually recommend Mosaic Books in Kelowna. They, you can actually buy directly online from them. But there's a lots of other uh, book retailers. I'm used to saying wine retailers. That's why I keep starting with that. But book retailers, booksellers, lots of small independent ones. And of course, there's all the big guys online that you can uh, purchase it as well. But it's not very much. 20 bucks. We'll get you a copy of the book. So... Uh, there'll also be a little thing at the end of the podcast about how you can win, uh, win a copy of it directly from me and I'll even send it to you and, uh, personalize it if you'd like as well too. So Sipsters really got started because of one book and I like to feature books and I think maybe I'll do this in future podcasts as well where, where I will have, um, I'll talk about a, a particular book that I think, a wine book that I think is particularly interesting and that uh, maybe deserves a little bit more attention than it gets. So sometimes it's easy to tell what influences you. Like sometimes I hear people quote things that I know I've heard before in movies or television or something. Uh, but other times it's a little bit more difficult to trace. So the obvious influence for me as a wine writer is John Schreiner, the you know the the person who's been writing about BC wines since uh, the early '80s. Uh, he's published his first book in 1983, and has published all kinds of books about wine in British Columbia ever since. And he's a huge influence on me. And I met him for the first time probably about 12 years ago, I guess. Uh, well, I met him actually maybe about 20 years ago at a um, at a book launch at Word on the Street in Vancouver. Uh, but, uh, he doesn't remember that and, and I barely do. Although I think I got him to sign one of the books that he was promoting at the time, one of the early tour guides, but working with him has been, uh, you know, on the, when I got to work with him on the sixth edition of the Okanagan wine tour guide, it was just an amazing experience. And, uh, and I still have trouble believing that it actually happened, uh, mostly because it came down, it, it came out right in the spring of 2020 and of course we couldn't promote it because of the pandemic so the the whole beginning of the process was fantastic but the end of the process unfortunately you know it got a little bit sidelined because we couldn't do events or anything like that so 
but for the Sipster's Pocket Guide specifically, that concept really began to germinate in the fall of 2020. But in reality, the seed for it was actually planted many years earlier. And it's from a person I've never met uh, named Terry Thies. He is a wine importer in the United States. And uh, I heard him on an interview on a podcast uh, called Grape Radio, which doesn't exist anymore, sadly. But it was a podcast that was out of uh, Napa Valley. And they had all kinds of amazing guests on there. And they talked about wine and philosophies and, uh, you know, winemaking. And, and I learned a lot about the world of wine from the podcast. But occasionally they would have authors on as well. And Terry Thies at that time was uh, uh, in the finishing stages of a book that came out later called Reading Between the Vines. Or sorry, Reading Between the Wines. And... Uh, it is published by, oh, where's the publishing publications here? Da, 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 da. It is published by the University of California Press and is probably available online still if it is uh, available in print. Uh, it came out, I think the date is 2012, 2012, oh, sorry, 2010. Uh, but the podcast that he did was actually earlier in 2008 or nine. Um, and I wish that podcast was still available. It would be fantastic to be able to listen to it again but a lot of the things in the podcast that he talked about uh which i listened to over and over um really talked about wine appreciation and and it was such a different way than what i had been taught in you know doing wine courses with wsad and all these other you know wine experience type courses um and he in the podcast he mentions the book um which uh, was interesting. And a lot of the things in the book, uh, he talked about in this podcast. So I ordered a copy of the book as soon as it was available and was just thrilled to read in more depth about, uh, many of the same philosophies that he had alluded to in the podcast. And he wasn't sort of cryptic about anything. He's, he's quite well-spoken and, uh, it was fascinating, but I'd like to read a little bit from the reading between the wines book by Terry Thies, because this is the genesis of Sipsters. So he starts it on page, this is on page 22. The greatest wines are the ones you can't write notes about because you are weeping, overcome with their loveliness. This happened to me in a restaurant in Paris one evening. The waiter must have thought my wife had just told me she didn't love me anymore and was absconding with the plumber. Nah, it was just a damned Jurassic. This, like all wine experiences, will jump out of the darkness at you, but it's okay. It's part of the spell. Don't fear the weeper. There's no need to posture with your palate. Unless you publish tasting notes for a living, no one knows what you think or feel about the wines you drink except you. So don't play games. Don't grope for extravagant language. Don't confuse what you admire or find interesting with what you spontaneously like. And please, if the wine smells like roses, it doesn't make you a better taster if you find some esoteric flower like Boudelia to compare it to. Trust any impulse that emerges spontaneously, as these are most authentically you. Some wines intrigue with their mosaic-like arrangement of nuances, and it's fun to root around and glean the intricacy of the design. Other wines seem to be pure image, if you're at all in the synesthesia continuum, you'll find color images come to you immediately. 
I define, I definitely receive some wines as green or orange or purple. And while some of it, uh, some of this is reassuringly literal, purple as aromas of irises, wisteria, lavender, violets, for example, other times I have no idea why a wine seems silvery or why it might play in a major key. I just know the images make sense even if I can't make sense of it. Your notes should help you remember not only how the wine tasted, but what it was like to drink it. So that's page 22, page 22 and 23 of Reading Between the Wines by Terry Thies, published by University of California Press. That right there, folks, is the, uh, the real beginning of what eventually became Sipsters. And what became a really different, um, you know, way of, of, for me, writing down about wines, writing about wines just in general. And it is, uh, it was a watershed moment for me, although it didn't, you know, it wasn't super quick or anything like that. And I didn't really have a chance to, to really expound on it in any way. Uh, the book itself, so the Reading Between the Wines book, is not a very long book. It's about 180 pages, and he does a brilliant job of writing for both the novice and seasoned wine tasters in mind. Right? It can be a little, um, it can be a little tangential. Like he can really go off on on sort of other topics, uh, you know, and he kind of left going, "Where is he going with this?" But he actually ties things together really neatly and very simply. And in a way that it doesn't alienate anyone um, by the end of the paragraph. Like, it's all fairly relatable for the most part. If this book were a wine, it would be a complex white or sparkling that over-delivered on complexity without being uh, too austere uh, or, uh, you know, to appreciate. It would be accessible to everyone, right? There's no wine snobbery in it. There's no my palate is holier than thou's palate and, and, you know, or I know something that you don't. It's not, it's not wine knowledge that's sort of held above you to, uh, you know, which can be, you know, aspirational. You can sort of, you know, work yourself towards that kind of wine knowledge. And I think that's really something interesting. You know, a good writer will, will sort of put things out there really so that they can, um, you know, not bait you to kind of learn more, but if it makes you want to learn more, I think that's, that's a good thing. And leaving little breadcrumbs, little trail of breadcrumbs for you to, I don't know, just kind of follow and, and uh, you know, have it lead you somewhere. I think that is really, uh, that makes a good, a good wine book. But it's a fantastic read. Uh, and it, like I said, it's not very long. And just about why wine matters. And it, it's I don't know that a book about whiskey could do the same thing or beer or other beverages like that, although it is, uh, you know, entirely possible. And I think that would be actually a really good challenge, uh, for someone to write a book about, about those things in the same way that, that Terry Thies writes about wine in this book. Um, this book has been sitting on my shelf for 10 years and this is, uh, the single biggest influence for writing sipsters in the way that I did where I was talking about not the nuances and complexities of the wine itself but really the uh, you know the way that the wine 
makes me feel or the way that the the something some experience that the wine reminds me of or even the experience of having the wine at that time some of the chapters in those in the first book really come from actual experiences that i was that i was uh, going that i experienced when i had that when i had that particular wine so if it was a uh uh you know a good a good fit and food you know the food pairing ideas usually come from that as well uh, but for the most part a lot of wines good wines well produced wines can be uh you know they can they can remind you of things uh aromas can arrive, remind anyone of things and that's what makes wine interesting you know cuz five people can smell the wine the same wine and they will smell five different things or all kinds of different things and that is so unique the wines are unique but also the people who are sensing those wines are also very unique so it makes it very interesting you know and there's all kinds of different wines out there and it's a they're kind of like snowflakes in a way and you know they're all very unique and people are like snowflakes too in that way we're all very unique as well very very you know, we have unique thumbprints, we have fingerprints, we have unique chemistries uh, in our bodies. We have just all kinds of, uh, everything about us is unique to us. And wine is sort of the same way. So when you have two unique entities sort of meeting, amazing things can happen. And that experience is really what it's about. And that's what Terry, I think, was talking about in that chapter and that's what I try to do with the Sipsters Pocket Guides. So, like I said, I'll be talking about the philosophy and um, uh, the philo- yeah, mostly the philosophy of Sipsters, maybe in a future podcast. Uh, it will definitely, uh, part of it will be in the introduction, and this goes into the big announcement that I was going to be talking about. The big announcement is that there is going to be a Sipsters Volume 2. Sipsters Volume 2 will be out next spring. Uh, I signed off on the final design recently, and it looks fantastic. And there are 50 more amazing wines from BC, or 50 more amazing wines included in it. Uh, There's no spoilers about who is in it, but all I can say is not all wine comes in a bottle, and not everything in a wine bottle is wine. So lots of interesting things coming. Uh, until then, though, Sipsters Volume 1 is uh, is out there, and check it out at uh, wineries or wine book stores. So yeah, that is the big announcement, Sipsters Volume 2. Uh, when I did the very first one, um, uh, you know, and the publisher showed me, uh, the people at Touchwood showed me the, the design, I thought, wow, there's a volume one on top of there. That's optimistic. But uh, they were optimistic. And everyone at the publishing agency really liked the book and and uh, really got behind it, which was just amazing for me as a, as a writer. That's just a really, really nice thing when that happens. And not all writers get to experience that. So it's, it's nice when something you create gets a lot of... Um, it's a lot of, uh, you know, it's just, it's validating, you know, you've, you've done work that, that people like. And so somebody likes it, even if it's two people that like it, that's fine by me. So, uh, it was just nice to have that. So 
the fact that a volume two is coming out is is just uh i'm still i can't believe it it's it's really quite uh, quite an amazing experience so thank you for that I would like to do a big question with every podcast and, and some of them will have that. Some of them coming up will not. I've recorded some podcasts coming up um, sort of months ago that I haven't released yet. And those will be coming up very soon. But this uh, is the big question for this week. And when I ask a big question, I think it would be fantastic to receive your answers. And if you could answer, if you'd like, send me an email at sipsterswinepodcast at gmail.com with your response. Now, this isn't a skill testing question. This isn't anything to do with, you know, your wine knowledge or anything. It's really just a question just to kind of see how, what you think, uh, to initiate a bit of a conversation. And I will reply to everybody if possible. And I'm not expecting to get like thousands of emails, so I should probably be able to reply. Not a problem. Um, but if, uh, you have, uh, if you can answer, you know, send me, uh, details of your answer to sipsterswinepodcast at gmail.com. Here is the question. What is your favorite wine book? Do you have a favorite wine book? Do you have a wine book? Do you have a book about wine anywhere? I mean, have you ever considered buying a wine book? This is the question. So send me an email at sipsterswinepodcast at gmail.com with your answer. Don't do it on social media because I'm not going to be doing anything with social media as you remember from the first episode here. Uh, So email the best sipsterswinepodcast at gmail.com. Send me an answer and I will put your name into a random draw and you could win a copy of the Sipsters Pocket Guide to 50 Must Try BC Wines. And I will sign it and even personalize it if you want to and uh, send it to your mailbox, okay? And But you need to enter by sending me an email. What is your favorite wine book? I may read out some of the best answers in a future podcast, but if you don't want me to read it out, uh, and it will be all anonymous too, uh, but if you don't want me to read it out, just please specify. Just say, I, you know, don't read this out on a podcast. That's fine, not a problem. So again, what is your favorite wine book? And tell me why. Why do you like this book? What is it about it? Have you learned a lot from it? Is it inspiring in some way? That kind of thing. All right. So the big question is out, and I hope to hear from you soon. Until then, until next time, enjoy sipping on your wine. Enjoy any beverage that you have. That you uh, can just take the time out of your day to... Enjoy and make your day a better, make your day a better day. Thanks for listening, everybody. My name is Luke Woodall. Check us out on, uh, check out my website on uh, sipsterswinepodcast.ca and uh, hope you've enjoyed the podcast. Cheers. Thank you for listening to the Sipsters Wine Podcast. Go to Sipsters online at sipsterswinepodcast.ca.